time to take a look at what's happening specifically with international students in this country and how they are being treated in Canada. Joining me to talk about this is Noor Azri, a Lebanese immigrant as well, associate producer for Canada Land. Noor, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. Thank you for having me on. It's nice to be here. Well, we've been certainly hearing from some students and student bodies who are protesting uh, tuition hikes when it comes to international students. What concerns do you have when it comes to Canada's international education strategy? Um, If I'm being quite honest, international students are painted to be the be and and be all of the and, and the saviors of the Canadian economy. But we're making it extremely difficult to, one, retain these folks and, two, make it even a little bit possible that they don't uh, suffer extreme mental health crises in being here. Immigrants are more than the labor that they provide, and they're more than a boost to the economy. They're more than numbers. And, you know, we're seeing like lifting limits on work hours that might help international students find high quality jobs. But that also just simply encourages longer hours of low wage, low skilled work, and it doesn't really facilitate career progression or transitions into permanent status. We're really not setting up international students to succeed. Do you think there's kind of uh, the perception, the the incorrect perception as well, that international students have a lot of money and are able to afford these higher prices? I mean, there. I, I can't speak on behalf of all international students, but again, like we are not a monolith. We have people who struggle to make ends meet. We have people who work like day jobs and night jobs while they are attending full time, like full time school. So again, like regarding international students as a monolith, I think it's just a lazy generalization. Right, absolutely. Like as it would be to to put any group of students or any group really to suggest that, uh, like you say, that they're all kind of in the same scenario. What would you like, or what do you think, given what you've seen in your experience, what could be done differently that would help help those that are in the situation like you described? Well, I have four main things. One of them is that there needs to be an increased amount of support for newly landed immigrants, that's international students and a whole array of other migrants. There's like heightened rates of mental health issues and crises, mostly exasperated by the tolling, isolating, and quite frankly, difficult uh, immigration process. You know, we have students arriving late to classes because of the backlog, and that's you know, really sets people up to fail. Two, there needs to be more accountability at the federal level to ensure that these ambitious numbers, uh, whether that's international students, permanent residents, are practical. I'm all for immigration. You know, I'm an immigrant myself. But as long as there's the proper infrastructure on the federal level to board these people, it then becomes reckless. Three, there needs to be a stronger federal and provincial cooperation. The federal government in this country proves itself countless times again that it either cannot or will not properly coordinate and cooperate with the provinces to make sure, you know, people are not just showing up um, and the provinces aren't ready to accept them. And the fourth one, and I think the most important one, would be there needs to be a mental shift uh, in some folks 
you know, we've seen heightened blame for international students and immigrants for failing and crippled infrastructural issues in Canada. You know, in Canada, our infrastructure is riddled with issues, controversy, but placing the blame on a population on a population that, you know, has very little or no say about current politics that can really impact or change the reality of the infrastructure is, again, just lazy. You know, we're forgetting that the country is still recovering from years of pandemic measures, an impending recession, labor shortages, and more. So I think those four key points are really what I want to hit home today with. All right. And we only have about a minute left. I'm curious as well, Canada did launch a very aggressive campaign as far as boosting the number of international students. Do you think that was maybe too much or that, or they should focus on a smaller number and a more, more doing the things that you've mentioned to make the experience better? I'm not arguing that we need to lessen or maybe stop, uh, you know, heightening immigration. You know, it's proved itself time and time again to be effective for this country. But I think what needs to be done is um, is a coordination on all fronts, uh, whether that be the immigration sector, the healthcare sector, the housing sector, to really pick pick itself up by the bootstraps because. Immigration is nothing without houses to live in, without uh, without jobs to work in, if that makes sense. No, it does. Absolutely. Nor we'll have to leave it there for today, though. But thank you so much for your time and thank you for coming on the show this morning. Thank you very much. That is Noor Azri, a Lebanese immigrant as well, associate producer for Canada Land.